and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the stories or histories or usefulness behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get going. Have you ever looked up at the sky with friends or family or maybe just by yourself and found a face, a flower, or perhaps a large bunny rabbit riding a skateboard staring back at you from the fluffy billow of the clouds? I grew up in a fairly dry climate, an arid mountain desert. Officially. I believe that's how we're officially known. And although we are a desert, it didn't necessarily mean that we didn't get a lot of cloud cover. During soccer practices or playing with my siblings as a kid, we'd look up and find shapes and stories in the clouds, from donkeys to Pokemon or Pac-Man to old wizards with long beards. There was always something wonderful to find in the clouds. Now, growing up in the dry climate made thunderstorms very special and rain vital to, well, general survival. Perhaps it was due to the scarcity of rain itself, or maybe I would have loved it anyways, but I absolutely adore rain, thunderstorms, and just overall cloudy, rainy days. They're fantastic can't get enough of it. And I also have this really terrible habit of sleeping through them. Like some of our best rainstorms happen at night. And apparently I sleep like a dead person because I never wake up to them. I always wake up and my siblings are like, hey, did you hear that amazing thunderstorm last night? And I have to say no, because apparently I was dead to the world and sleeping. I'm just very generally disappointed with that. I love rainstorms because they just seem atmospheric. Like, it immediately creates this feeling of the perfect time to wear your cozy clothing, grab a nice steaming cup of something or another, eat something warm and comforting, and then listen to some good storytelling. Or maybe read a good book or watch a movie. It's just my favorite. It's just cozy, and I love it. With all the rainstorms I've enjoyed in my life, it's not as many as other places of the world where it's kind of a normal thing. For me, it's very, very special. And with all the shapes and the stories that we find in the clouds, it just seemed like it was finally time to give clouds their due and learn a little bit more about them and why we can be grateful for them. So to start us off, let's learn about what clouds are made of. Now, this might be a review of some childhood like classes. Maybe we learned this in elementary school, junior high. It's been a minute. But let's take a quick look at the types and purposes of clouds. First off, what are clouds made of? Clouds are made of condensed water vapor. They form when water vapor is condensed and forms cloud droplets or liquid water. In order for clouds to form, you need a few things. You need sufficient water vapor and saturation. And you also need cloud condensation nuclei, also called CCN. CCN gives the cloud a surface on which the water can condense and accumulate. Examples of CCN include dust, dust from volcanoes or meteors, particles of salt from the sea, and so on. After this, a cooling mechanism is needed. This gets the water down to a dew point temperature. Usually getting the cooling mechanism is the most difficult part in creating clouds. A few examples of cooling include radiative cooling from the ground, evaporative cooling, cooling by lifting, mechanical lifting, or horizontal motion. This last one occurs when warm, moist air moves over a cool surface or vice versa, So, or when cool air moves over a warm surface. 
clouds have a number of jobs, such as regulating the Earth's energy balance. This is done as clouds disperse solar radiation and absorb infrared energy from the Earth. Clouds also help to redistribute heat from the equator toward the North and South Poles. Different types of clouds can also tell you what types of atmospheric phenomena are going on. For example, cumulus clouds tell us that there is atmospheric turbulence and that the Earth's surface is heating. Clouds are also an important part of the hydrologic cycle, which redistributes water from the oceans and rivers to the atmosphere and then back through rain. There are a few different types of clouds, and we'll go over some of them here. Cirrus clouds are clouds that are higher up in the atmosphere. These clouds are so thin that sometimes you can only detect that they are there because of the halo effect that they create around the sun or the moon. They tend to fan and feather out. Another type of cloud is the cumulus clouds. These are in the middle range of the atmosphere, and they are the huge puffy clouds that look like marshmallows or puffs of cotton. Stratus clouds are the lowest clouds. These clouds tend to flatten out like large sheets over the sky. There are also nimbus clouds. These are the clouds most likely to bring rainfall. There are some rarer clouds, such as cap clouds, which cap mountaintops, or the lenticular clouds, which have layers and swirling patterns, which form that way because of air movement and terrain. These clouds can sometimes look like spinning tops. Another rare cloud is the contrail clouds. These are the clouds that form after a jet plane flies by and releases exhaust stream. There are also some clouds that you can only see at night or twilight, and they glow blue. These are called noctulescent clouds, or polar mesospheric clouds. The second term is more often used for when you're viewing these clouds from outer space. It is speculated that these particular clouds didn't always exist. In fact, they only came into effect after the eruption of Krakatau volcano in 1883. So if blue clouds exist, why are clouds usually white? Well, it turns out that the light that comes from the sun directly is actually white. As it hits the Earth's atmosphere, however, it gets broken up by various particles. These atmospheric particles scatter blue light away more than any other light, making the sky appear blue. However, as the sunlight hits clouds, the water droplets disperse the light evenly across all the colors of the spectrum of light, returning the sunlight to its original white color. It turns out that typically the Earth's surface is actually about 67% covered in clouds at all times across the globe. We live on a very cloudy planet. So what are some of the benefits from clouds? Well, we've already listed a few of their jobs in helping keep the Earth regulated and giving us rain and snow, as well as offering protection from solar radiation. At night, clouds also reflect heat, which warms up the ground, while during the daytime, cloud cover provides cooling shade. This means while clouds cool us during the daytime, they keep us a bit warmer at night. Clouds are estimated to reflect approximately 20% of heat from the sun back into space, and clouds then go further and absorb another 20% of solar radiation. Clouds also carry dust, bacteria, and other particles, shifting them around the whole world. It's estimated that approximately 13 million tons of dust moves from Africa to parts of the Amazon basin each year. 
When there is a lot of dust in the air, this can lead to less rain. Clouds aren't a phenomenon unique to Earth, however. Both Mars and Jupiter also have clouds. However, on Jupiter, those clouds are not made up of water, but are instead made up of ammonia. Outside of the planets, you can also find clouds in space. These are called nebulae and are made up of dust and thin bands of gases. Scientists actually have their eyes on one space cloud or nebulae in particular. It's called the Smith Cloud. It appears to be heading for the Milky Way galaxy. That one's ours. But it's going to take it another 20 million years to get here. So we probably won't meet Smith Cloud in our lifetime. Now, here's another fun fact. Although we have the phrase light as air, and we may think that clouds are weightless. I mean, I did until I started doing the research and then I was like, oh yeah, there's water in clouds. And of course they weigh something. And we're going to find out what that something is now. Scientists have worked out that a cloud weighs about five grams per cubic meter of air. This means that an average cumulonim cloud, which are huge vertical clouds that if you see them during a storm are also called thunderheads, that cloud weighs about 400,000 kilograms. This is the same as the world's largest passenger airliner, an Airbus A380. Culturally, clouds mean different things to different people. Clouds have played various roles in religions, from having gods of clouds that shared the rain with the people to stories in the Bible of the Lord as a pillar of cloud leading the Israelites through the desert by day. Clouds have symbolic meaning as well in our everyday speech, as well as in literature. You can see this in idioms, like in English, for example. Clouds can symbolize misfortune with clouds gathering or a dark cloud on the horizon. That's a bit more ominous. In Iran, however, clouds are considered lucky. If you think about the climate of each of these areas, it makes a lot of sense that a cloud would be lucky in one place and perhaps predict doom in another. In China, clouds also symbolize luck, happiness, or blessings, depending on the formation of the clouds. In ancient China, clouds were observed as a means of predicting the future. This was a practice of augury. A similar practice was adopted in Japan. As clouds came to decorate fabrics, they also held a few various meanings, including proximity to the gods, hope, change, and impermanence, and other meanings. So whether we look to the clouds for friendly shapes, good fortune, shade, rain, or even ominous change or foreboding, I'm grateful for clouds. From fun memories of finding shapes with friends, to protecting us from radiation and keeping us warm at night and cool in the day, it seems that clouds offer us a lot of protection on the daily, whether or not we notice it. So I'm grateful for clouds. I love them. They're magnificent. They're dramatic. They're billowy. They're fun. And hopefully the next time we look up, we can think of all the other jobs that they're doing to keep us safe that maybe don't come to mind immediately when we're distracted by the fact that the cloud looks like an enormous pancake. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous, wonderful day. Take care.